Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, a Screen, and a Podcast. The best podcast you could be listening to right now. We are your hosts. I'm Max. And I'm Rami. And we are going to talk about exciting blockbuster movie, The Flash. All right, uh, Rami, we've had quite a wild first week. What do you think? Oh, hells yeah. We've been famous the, this past week, you know? We're not, we're not used to fame that much, you know, Max? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've been recognized in the hallways as much as I was this week. <laughs> and it's, what's weird about it is we don't even videotape this. They just hear my voice. We, we do like, not. Yeah, they're like, hey, you're the guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? All this for three episodes, Max. What yeah. can I say? What does fame want with us, Max? Tell I don't me. know. I don't know. But hey, I, I'm here I, for the ride. We're, we're the best in town. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, not to toot my <laughs> own horn, but we're pretty good at this. But for reals, though, it has been a, a rough week with editing and figuring out how this whole sound system works. And it's just, it's been a ride for sure. And we're still learning. Yeah, we, we got a lot of very good constructive criticism from, from different people. Like, one of the big things that I heard from multiple people was, Rami, I, people want us to argue more. What do you think of that? I mean, the thing is, we were kind of peaceful in the podcast, but in real life, we're not that peaceful. Like, we, we actually argue over a lot of movies. It's just, it happened that we both agree on the same ideas in the movies and shows we were talking about. That we thought that Ted Lasso's uh, third season was shit and the rest was good. I mean, what, what's, what's not to agree about? Yeah, right, Max? Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we maybe we made a mistake by picking movies and shows that we just we agreed on and we knew we agreed on that doesn't happen at a time but i don't know maybe that today i'll try to uh i'll try to spice Eh. things up with some hot take although although i think it's hard to like when the movie is really really good like it's so hard to to have different opinions than other people like you're you're talking about 90 percent of the people are gonna have the same opinion as me and you probably yeah but i mean have you seen the reviews on the flash it's it's pretty mixed you know i don't really concern myself that much about reviews except our reviews that's true that's true I, that, that's what matters you know I, I try to not let someone else's opinion influence me but oh yeah you know you read things on the internet and it it kind of opens your eyes to certain things but you know we'll see we'll see what what happens when we have this conversation you do, you do watch the movie in a different way you, you think was i correct in this scene or was i wrong and then you Start questioning yourselves. Yeah. Well, you know? I, also, and, uh, I also like to find out if there's anything I missed. Like, some people just have a keener oh, I, eye I for some of the subtle Easter eggs that are maybe uh, sprinkled throughout the movie that I miss. And My I goodness. I missed everything, pretty much. I missed <laughs> yeah. everything. Like, I was watching. I was like, I was watching. Who was I watching? I was watching someone on YouTube talk about all the hidden easter eggs my goodness i missed all of them pretty much except one or two yeah i like, mean we i think we 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 were talking about this earlier and i felt like i was just doing the spark notes version of the movie for you how many times 
to people who watch this movie to figure out all those uh, hidden eggs in there. Like Oh, a hundred percent only once. They get it on the first try. No way. <laughs> no way. No, I'm There's pulling no your leg. I was sitting there. I was like, there's no way I can figure out all the Easter eggs. It's just too much concentration. I want to concentrate on my popcorn. Yeah, no, they, they uh, totally uh, probably watched it two or three times. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't even be surprised if they bought like back-to-back theater showings and like saw it, went to another theater in the same building and saw probably it Probably watched all the interviews for the actors and all that and listen yeah. to all the directors speak for like an hour. Yeah, there's no way I'm doing that. Yeah, no way. So th- that's the thing. Me and Max, we just we just talk about the movies. We're not we're not really giving you. A- yeah, we're not experts. We're not critics. We're just two guys who like movies. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I mean, instead of talking about it just by ourselves, we want to share it with everybody. And I kind of got tired of my wife getting mad at me for over analyzing movies. So I told Rami, I was like, "Hey, can we start a podcast so I can like." get it out and be able to talk it out instead of getting uh, mm. so yelled at. <laughs> what's your wife watching now? What uh, are you well, watching now? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to throw her in under the bus right now. She oh. we 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 were trying to figure out something to watch recently and we were we we're on Peacock cuz we got that uh subscription and they just I don't think they just added it but they added Fast 10, right? So, I was like, "Hey, uh. let's watch Fast 10. I've heard it's an interesting and exciting movie. I mean, we all know the Fast Fast and Furious franchise is not the franchise of quality plot lines, but they can at least be entertaining at times, right? Not even, Max. Not even. <laughs> That's my opinion. And th- I will fight you on that one. No, I, I... What plot are you talking about? There is no... <laughs> nobody dies in these movies. Nobody dies. They all come back. Anyways, <laughs> we're not going to get into that now. <laughs> well, but... But... but you chose the sin yeah. by watching Fast 10. Okay, go no, on. So, so I was like, hey, let's watch Fast 10. She's like, cool, I like Fast and Furious. Let's watch Fast 10. I was like, okay, well, what's your favorite Fast 10 or uh, Fast and Furious movie? And she's like, I don't know. I haven't seen any. I'm like, how do, Good. How do you like the Fast and Furious franchise if you haven't seen any? And she's like, well, we a while back, we went on a trip to Universal and rode the Fast and Furious ride. And though that ride sucks, she's like, I really like the cars. And I was like, all right, fine. It, you can't say you like it until you've watched all of them. So we actually started watching uh, all of them. We watched the first three in the chronological order. I think that's uh, The Fast and Furious, Too Fast and Furious, and okay. Fast and Furious. I think, to be fair, I think up to like five was okay. Yeah, the rest are like, all shit. Yeah, because it's like after after five, it's pretty much after the first two, right? That it's not about the cars anymore, and that's what was cool about it was the cars. So let me get this straight, Max. You're watching Fast and the Furious, yeah. all ten movies, and you don't want to watch Black Mirror. No, I want to watch Black Mirror, but I've been okay. kicked off my Netflix account, and I'm working on getting it. Oh back. my goodness. <laughs> Max, get a new account, man. I think there's something we're sharing now. Netflix wants your money. Give them your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But I think uh, Rami is hinting toward a future episode there with uh, with the new season of Black Mirror. Oh, hell yeah. I love we, uh, the Black Mirror. We're planning on uh, uh, doing a review of a couple episodes at a time. So. 
Hopefully, I can start watching this weekend. I don't know if I'll be able to watch this weekend, but uh, we'll see. You better get on. Yeah, I will. I will. But hey, I mean, what are you watching right now other than Black Mirror? Because we can't talk. Well, about okay, it. okay. I I will give some recommendations right now. Okay, make sure you watch Tetris, Air, and Blackberry. So all three movies came around the same time. All three movies are true stories. I think they're really good. All three of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I was interested so, in watching Tetris, but I haven't watched it yet. What about... It's on Apple. Easy. Yeah. What about Silo? I heard that. That looks pretty good. Silo? I haven't started it. I heard good things about it. But here's the thing about Silo. Like, I don't want to start a new season, and it's probably going to be like 10 seasons, and it's going to get me into all those mysteries that I'm not going to find a solution to until like five years later. I don't want to do that to myself. <laughs> you know? It's just so much time of waiting. What just, are you, this is you, why I like Black Mirror. This is why I like Black Mirror. They give you one episode yeah. and that's it. You know, yeah. it's yeah, one hour and 20 minutes later, you're done with it. But like, but, how, how good can this new season of Black Mirror be? Because I'm going to be honest, I was not like a big fan of Bandersnatch and the last season of Black Mirror. I'm a so big Black Mirror I, fan. You, we've talked about this. I, yeah, I we, love we that have. show. But the last season was definitely not great in my opinion and bandersnatch i was like eh i watched it once got an ending and i was like okay whatever so i'm actually in the middle of this season like i watched the first two episodes which were pretty good very solid and uh, the third one is with the breaking bad guy what's his name I, i'm bad with names by uh, the way for those of you who don't know here, let me look it up you don't even know <laughs> <laughs> uh, we both don't know the names so we're both bad at names. But anyway, someone knows his name out there. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron was it Paul. Aaron something? Okay, Aaron there he is. I need to watch that one. I hear that that one is pretty good. And the other two I hear are decent. I think one of them is kind of, only one is sucky. So it's only five episodes. It so doesn't you, take a long time. Yeah, so would you say like, I mean, the episode or two you've watched already is better than the last season, what, season five? Yes, okay. yes, I think so. Except maybe an episode in season five that I don't really remember, but I do remember it kind of was good. But this season so far has been a, a solid season. I think. Okay. And remember, when you're watching this, it's one, one episode and you're done. You don't have yeah. to wait for seasons and years and years and years and not know what happens because the show is canceled. Hey, Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna describe Game of Thrones, who, and I was gonna get a. But who's, <laughs> but who's, but who's counting? You know. That's true. Yeah. What 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 show are you re referring to that got canceled? Oh, jeez, I don't have anything on top of my head right now. Oh, it seemed um, like you were referring to something specific, but I thought you were also there was something gonna, specific, but I, I can't you, remember what. I thought you were gonna say something bad about Game of Thrones, and I was gonna get offended. No, I can't say anything bad except for the last season. I mean, yeah, obviously. But even uh, I mean, even the last season. Aside added, from that, I I love Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. And is this awesome. is why I'm watching House of Dragon, and it's. I mean, I've watched House of Dragon, and and I'm just waiting for that second season. And the, oh, this yeah. is what I don't like about shows is that you you have to wait forever to get another season. Yeah. The uh, what about? To continue um, the story. Are you an Indiana Jones fan? So I've never watched Indiana Jones. Oh, um, oh my God! You you've never <laughs> watched Star Wars either, right? Nope, nope. Uh, and uh, I was talking to somebody today, and he asked me, "Have I ever watched Lord of the Rings?" And I'm sorry to say, I but but I'm gonna get into Lord of the Rings. 
I think and we there have was something else he asked me about. I think we have to have a Lord of the Rings series, and we have to have a Star Wars series, and we definitely have to have, have an I'm Indiana Jones for... series. The new Indiana Jones movie comes out next week. I'm down for uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay, Indiana Jones. I'm, you know, I need. I'll, I'll get into them. I, I need to. Okay, I need to watch them. There was something else that he was telling me that I forgot about it. But yeah, we. I, I'm not much of a uh, like. I grew up not watching. I guess a lot of movies, or I did watch a lot of movies, but they weren't. These movies were not available to me. Okay. Like uh, Indiana Jones and uh, Star Wars, and Star Wars it was not big uh, when I was uh, growing up. Okay. So I, I didn't grow up here. So, so we'll yeah, see. I, but there, yes, I, I'm missing a lot. Yeah, I grew up watching Indiana Jones, Star Wars with my dad. So I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm a uh, huge Indiana Jones fan. It, I'm excited. You know how I grew that. up watching? What? I grew up watching Batman. You know Which who specifically one? I grew? Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton? Oh, are you yeah, going to segue whatever. into our next <laughs> our next talking point? Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, let's let's uh let's get a quick ad read in and then we will talk the blockbuster movie The Flash. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Look no further than RMH Marketing Group, your trusted partner in digital marketing. At RMH Marketing Group, we understand that in today's fast-paced digital world, effective marketing is the key to success. That's why we offer a wide range of services tailored to suit your business needs. Whether you're looking to boost your online presence, engage with target audiences, or increase your sales, our team of experts is here to help. We specialize in search engine optimization, social media marketing, content creation, and much more. Visit rmhmarketinggroup.com or email them at info at rmhmarketinggroup.com today. RMH Marketing Group, your partner in digital marketing excellence. Now back to the show. All right, Rami. So The Flash, what do you think? The Flash. I love the movie, man. I mean, I'm going to bluntly say it. It was one of the best DC movies I mean, I love. It. What did you think about the the Flash? Is it a hot take that I think it might be the best DC EU movie, like within the connected universe? Within the connected, okay, okay, I give you that because I could oh. see the Nolan's uh, Batman was uh, up there. Yeah, Nolan. I, I, I Nolan's think, I think his, I'm about the his, same though. Yeah, Nolan's Batman's his own With, uh, thing. Uh, Matt Reeves' is Batman is his own thing. I would actually say I like The Flash better than the Zack Snyder Justice League movie. But that's probably I just because... It's just because that Zack Snyder thing... It, it was great, but it was so long. I mean, four hours. No, it wasn't even... Honestly, really I didn't mind the four hours. I, I minded the shorter version of the movie. But I did not mind the four hour when he uh, released his cut. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. No, it was really but, it uh, was pretty hours, good. No. But yeah, no, the the the, the Zack Snyder version, four hours. It was still very good, but it was just exhausting, and I couldn't. I don't think I wa did I actually I did watch it. He, once he divided it. it though. He he divided it into like yeah. sections. You could have watched like section. It was like episodes. Almost. I think I watched like half so, of it and then I took a break and had like dinner or something. And then my wife and I came back and watched the rest of it. But it it definitely it took me a few days. 
I would say the Flash for me was better and more entertaining. What then? Then, At the Zack Snyder? Yeah, I I enjoyed it better than the Zack Snyder movie. I I I'm I don't know what to tell you. I just think I think. I was not tied into that uh, flash at all. Like it, he, he wasn't personal. Like I didn't, I didn't know what he was about. All I knew he was fast, and that was about it. This movie we just watched. I, I am, I'm intrigued about about the flash. I want to hear more. I want to learn more about him. I, it made that character like okay, this is a character I like. From before, before I was like eh. The Flash is there. There's Superman. I don't care about the Flash. You know? Yeah. The, the there was Flash, no story behind it. And him. I probably have some bias. The Flash is my favorite DC hero. So I've been waiting for this Flash movie for, I think it's at least been on the docket for like over a decade. Well, like they, they, they were planning it before the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. They've been talking about this since the 80s, I believe. Yeah. It's like been they've a been long talking about this time. for a while. For a Flash movie. And and The Flash, he deserved the movie. Oh, yeah, he really definitely. Did. I'm surprised I mean, it they, took them this long to make one. DC has this big library of, like, different superheroes and with their all original stories, and they haven't really been telling those stories yet. Yeah. Well, I They've think... They're rushing into movies, but not yet. Well, I think part of the reason why The Flash has taken so long to be made was uh, they it was probably they were waiting for the CGI to catch up to what the flash is like the guy who runs oh, so fast this but is hey, this is the cgi <laughs> caught up this, this, uh, is this what you caught up this is aside from the fact that the cgi of the movie is pretty rough uh yeah but hey they, at least they attempted it right i mean but you know what it, i didn't mind it no. like it was bad it was bad but like it didn't really like affect the story that much like, I yeah. thought it was a good story. And it was also done in a way where they were able to get away with bad CGI. Like, I don't... It's because normally, they rewarded you. Yeah, it's like, normally I'm bothered by it. Like, when you see bad CGI in a Marvel movie, right? It stands out like a sore thumb. Ant-Man, I think we talked about this uh, before, me and you. Ant-Man, do you remember how bad the CGI is? Oh, I yeah. take the Flash anytime, any yeah, day. Yeah, it's like, the e- Flash even was able... CGI. Yeah, the Flash was able to kind of hide, at least for me, it was able to hide its bad CGI through maybe camera work or something. Um, I think there was a point in the movie where he's in the speed force changing, you know, going back in time, right? And all the the images around him that he's watching basically like a TV, that CGI was yeah. intentional. Like those, Like the people in that were supposed to look like claymation or whatever like clay like they weren't supposed to look like real people and that made sense andy muschetti i think that's who's the director right Um, he came out and said like those scenes where the where the cgi had some weird looking stuff that was intentional i think that's just an excuse in a way it could be it could be uh, but i'm gonna at least take his word and this is and this is the whole cgi thing i think with big movies like these, they contract out uh, who does the, the CGI and it branches out to different companies. And what ends up happening, not everyone gives you the same quality that you need because there were scenes with really good quality. There are good scenes and there are scenes with the CGI was just 
crap. So yeah. I think I think it's just we need a meeting. Let's all like sit down in the room and talk about what do we need the CGI to be? What's the expectation? Yeah. Because from what my understanding was, they put this movie on hold for like a couple of years. I believe they shot it like a couple of years ago. Is it that was, correct? Do it was a, yeah, it was originally supposed to be released in 2020. So uh, they had time, Max. Yeah. There was no excuse for them not to get this right. Yeah. But I forgive them. I forgive them. It's okay. They gave it. it was the, the movie was held up together very well. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's and my the, take on it. Before we move on from the CGI talk, what did you think of the run? How he ran? Of the run? So so they they did this intentionally. That's what I heard. Because he was like floating almost. Is that what you meant? Not like running? Yeah, it's like... Because well, he was the, floating, kind of. Yeah, well, the way they like do the him running at you know his super speed rate, right? He kind of... His motion is in slow motion. Like his actual running motion is slow. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like an awkward run. <laughs> And I didn't really mind it. I didn't see it as a problem. So did, I yeah. I, did you see it as a problem? Yeah. So I I watched the CW the Flash show, which ah uh, you, you may judge me. Some people may judge me, but oh, ten seasons was it like ten seasons? Yeah, I'm I'm on the last season right now, but then I lost Netflix. So I get it, I, and this makes a lot of sense because since you've been invested in ten seasons of the Flash the TV show. I mean, obviously, you're going to see this one as different. Yeah. And uh, I get it in a way. Yeah. Um, were you mad that your Flash from the TV show, which I don't know much about, like, I never watched Grant. this stuff. His name's Grant Gustin. That he didn't appear? No, I heard a lot of people were upset about that. I mean, after the Justice League movie, Ezra Miller, the uh, the actor who plays the Flash in the, the movie, they showed up in the TV show in like a cameo, but it, yeah. it didn't do anything. I mean... It, I'm fine with them, them, you know, keeping it separate. I know a lot of fans were hoping to see a Grant Gustin uh, cameo near the end of the Flash um, when they all the cameos happen. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. About. It didn't bother bother me that much. Happen, but yeah, but why? Why I'm talking about the run is like in the Flash show, his feet move fast, and it's like you can believe that he's running fast. Well, but and then if the you way they do it in the movie is. He's moving yeah. slow, but running fast. And they did the one scene where he went from a walk to a run, and that felt more natural and better than his. But his... the younger Flash was running, though. Did you, you see, did you see that? Yeah. The younger Flash had a different style than the older Flash. Did and he? spoilers, by the way. I think I think we're we're kind of spoiling a little bit here. Yeah, he did. See, see, this is why I'm telling you. I don't know how people do it. You have to go watch it <laughs> twice. There are things that I picked up on, and there are things I was like, there's no way I could have picked up on this. Yeah. But this is oh. something that he was running different. He was different. So I guess okay. we're going to spoil now. We're going to start spoiling a little bit because it's hard to talk about this movie without really spoiling, right? Yeah, so I guess, okay. I guess we should get into the plot, right? So what do you know about The Flash? Like, the, I don't do know. I know? Yeah, well, before this promise. movie, yeah, that he's fast and he runs really, really fast. That's it. You didn't Period. know any of That's, the. I know. You didn't nope, know the. Okay. I was so, on this. Yeah, so they they adapted the Flashpoint storyline, which is the Flash goes back in time to save his yeah. mother, and then 
by doing so, he changes reality, basically causes a multiversal event, right? So, Which did not make sense to me, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. It didn't make sense in this movie? No, so they explained it. And it just, it took me a minute there thinking, like, how is it that I go back in the past and then before that time that I went back to change this? Yeah, so, you know what I'm talking about? They explained okay. that. It's just, yeah. I don't know if it made sense to me, you know? So I, I'm going to say, I thought this was the best live action explanation of the multiverse. Yes, I, and, I have, uh, absolutely. I and agree. time, like the way they combine time with the multiverse, right? So like in the Marvel, you have your your timelines where you go back in time, change something, and then you create a new timeline. What they're saying in DC is when you go back and change something to create a new timeline, you're not creating a new timeline. You're creating a new universe, which is you're changing the future and the past. Ah, oh, man, it's so hard to keep up with this stuff. But, uh, okay, they explained it, and yeah. I, I, I'm happy they did that. They could have easily just brushed it yeah, off. Yeah, it's a, it's a combination of time, like the, the, how time affects reality and the multiverse. So instead of them have, being separate, which in, in the Marvel Universe, they are separate, but in the DC Universe, well, Marvel Universe are kind of separate because... No, Marvel's a mess. I, I, yeah. With this multiverse stuff, this was done better to yeah, me. Yeah. So aside yeah, from so, the Spider-Man across and across, the, yeah, aside from yeah, that. So DC but, is saying like they're they're not. There's no separation. They're the same thing. When you create a new timeline, it's a whole new universe, which means beginning and end. It's different, and then, but they have converging points. So like that's why Michael Keaton's Batman. Spoiler. He explains it with the the spaghetti, where the the multi the the timelines for every multiverse does a bunch of different things, but there's points where they are the same. So that's why he said when you go back in time, you're going back to a convergence point, which means you can take a different path, a different multiverse. Which means there's he, a different They explained path. it. They, yeah. they gave it that time, at least. Like, yeah. they tried to explain it. Whether I understood it or not, that's a different uh, <laughs> part on my end. <laughs> yeah. That's something I have to study, I guess. But, okay. So, so you were saying the plot. Yeah, yeah, so the, you know, that's the plot of the Flashpoint. So, the difference between the comics and the movie is in the comics, what started Flashpoint is... The conflict between the Flash and the Reverse Flash, which is the Flash's arch enemy, Eobar Thawne, I think is his name. So he's like a futuristic guy who was obsessed with the Flash and then wanted to basically mm. become the Flash. So he created his own artificial speed force so he could become the fastest man on Earth, right? Okay. So he, in the comics, is the one who goes back in time to kill Barry's mom. Not the salsa. Not the salsa. So that's the that's the interesting <laughs> part. A lot of people were like, "Okay, how are you doing the Flashpoint without the Reverse Flash?" Which spoiler, there's no Reverse they did Flash good, in though. this movie. Yeah. But so it, so it, they they were able to keep the door open by doing the Flashpoint by Barry going back to not save his mom from being killed by the Reverse Flash, but go back in time to allow, cause his dad to be home when the intruder breaks into the house to prevent his mom from being killed. 
do we know who the intruder was? They never touched on no, that. No, that's what I mean. They never explained who okay. the intruder is. So the door is open for yeah. the reverse flash if they continue with this story, right? There's a big if yeah. there. So what do you think? Did you like get um, James Gunn's touch in this movie? Because I thought I felt his touch in this movie, like with the comedy and the, the humor in it, you know, it had a little bit of uh, good humor in it. He wasn't the director in case you're looking it up. But I mean, this whole thing, I just I felt like it was funny. Like I actually laughed in some of the scenes. It was actually really funny. I was surprised uh, how funny it was. That's one point I want to just say. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, I, I definitely felt a little bit of James Gunn's influence in it. Like, but also, I mean, if you know Andy Muschietti and his previous works, he did like the the it, 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 in, it yeah. chapter two. And those those and the the dialogue is very clever and funny while still maintaining a serious overtone. So I like I felt I felt that like the, the script, the dialogue was very clever. It had some lighthearted jokes that were campy, but it it played and it didn't feel out of place. Like if we go back and we talk about like I don't know Ant Man or or Thor: Love and Thunder, oh. some of the more oh geez. more recent uh, Marvel movies. Like, the the campy jokes really like it would take you out of like the serious overtone that it added. All the jokes felt very out of place and out of touch with the story but for this it never like i didn't I, ever feel like the like the i thought like i said the story was just well put together it was nothing it was out of place to me like it was very justifiable they explained everything he had his reasons to go back he had his reasons to go forward he has his reasons to leave his mother be and all that stuff he everything they used everything yeah to the fullest i thought the scene that got me, I was really laughing hard when he was cutting the ears for uh, when uh, the no. younger Barry was uh, cutting. Man, <laughs> no, that scene was good. Ears, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, mean, but, the, I know an another big complaint some people have had is like the nostalgia of like Michael Keaton, right? Like that took over and was about like a negative. I, mean, I was like, I don't know why you say it. was a uh, negative. I don't think I didn't take it as a negative. I thought it was great. I didn't great. take it as a negative. I thought it was and good I, too. I thought it was completely justified. Like you're going to bring that Batman into the universe, which I I want to first like clarify, it's not the exact same Tim Burton Batman. It's Michael Keaton Batman looks the same, but there is some differences between the Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton and this Batman, but okay. but they still you know, they paid homage. They said two of his catchphrases, which is, I'm Batman, or whatever it is. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, uh, you if you want. Nuts or yeah, something? let's what? get nuts, right? Let's so, get nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I thought it played. It made sense. I don't think the nostalgia aspect of that was, oh, I don't think it overshadowed uh, the, the plot or the dialogue in those scenes. I thought it, you know, it played pretty well. Okay, what did you think of the acting? Acting, I thought was really good across Me too. the board. I thought, dude, I teared up a little bit at the end there when uh, when Barry was talking to his mom one last time and she hugged him. I was like, oh, my one, I felt it there. Yeah, my one gripe is the, I don't think the relationship between Barry Allen and Iris West 
was there. I don't I don't think the chemistry was really there much. Um, Iris West didn't get a lot of uh, Iris, Iris West. Oh, Iris is the love interest of Barry Allen in the comics. He, she eventually becomes his wife. Oh. Yeah, so oh, she, she's the reporter. Yeah, now. she's the okay. reporter. See, if I forgot her name, then she wasn't that important in the movie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that she she didn't have much dialogue in the movie. I mean, she she had a couple scenes, but I didn't feel the chemistry between Barry and her. And, and I, I think Iris. the young the young Barry had a small crush on uh, Superwoman. No, young Barry also it had seemed... a crush on Iris. Because re- when uh, they first... in the movie, it seemed like he had a crush on uh, Superwoman as well. Oh uh, no! Which, I, speaking I... of Superwoman, I'm a huge fan. Please make a Superwoman uh, movie or yeah, Supergirl, she, whatever I, you want to yeah. call her. I thought she was great. I'm yeah. a fan. I like I liked her character. She was very justifiable to be on there. She was great. Yeah, no, and. I totally agree. I don't. I don't agree that Young Barry had a thing for her. I mean, Young Barry he had a thing. No, he had a date with uh, Iris West before he got his powers. Yeah, but you have to know this Young Barry doesn't have as many issues as the bigger Barry. This guy, are you, he lived with both his parents. <laughs> are you sure he doesn't have bigger issues? Well, not. I mean, he has bigger issues, but up to the point <laughs> where where they both meet, he didn't have any issues. And now he sees this hot super girl or superwoman or whatever you want to call her. And she's cool. You know what? They, they portrayed this uh, section where he's lo- when he's looking at her and all that stuff. I just felt it. I don't know if they're going to expand on that. But I, I, think, I think there's something going on here. You have to know there's two different people. Even though they're, they're generally the same people. Which I, by the way, I love the relationship between the two berries. Ezra Miller did a hell of a job. Like he did a really good job with the with the two personalities. I thought it, they were actually two pers- like a teenager and uh, a guy who kind of is in his thirties or late twenties. Like you could tell. Yeah, so I yeah. think he they could take the love interest somewhere else. I don't know, but it, I mean it's too late because uh, spoiler they die. Wait, they don't die. Oh, they yeah. die. They all die. Yeah. In fact, he died like for a thousand years or so. Where or I don't know for a thousand or uh, or years or not, but he died for a while there. Yeah, okay. You so tell guess, because he went back and back and back and back. I, I guess we should start talking about about the big twist. I mean, if if you didn't know already, um, I've well, been spoiling all yeah, day so long, so the, the, it's okay. The first thing I want to kind of touch on before we talk about the actual twist, what was your what was your opinion of the dichotomy between our Barry, who lost his mom, his dad was in prison, he dealt with a lot of childhood trauma because of it, versus the younger Barry, who never suffered um, emotionally? You know, and like you could tell though, you could you tell could... like what one person, one person really cared, and the other person was kind of carefree. Yeah, and like what's interesting about it too is. It's what um, it, it's what took the story to it's what took the story to the that twist at the end, right? Yes, yes, a little bit uh, because the younger Barry wanted to save the world he was in, obviously. Yeah, the younger Barry didn't know how to handle loss, but the older Barry did, right? So older Barry, and who... it all ties it all ties into the advice that his uh, mother, I think, gave him. Yeah. Uh, when he was uh, younger, was, uh, sometimes you gotta let things go. You yeah, gotta let so, it go. Yeah. So, like, our Barry, 
came to the conclusion after that, you know, after he could not prevent Supergirl and Batman, Michael Keaton, Batman from dying in the big Kryptonian war or that battle that was going on. Right. So he came to terms with it much quicker and was like, okay, I can't save my mom the way I did. Well, spoilers, the way he did, he can't save his mom. And that was the, basically it was an inevitable, inevitable junction point within the timeline and the multiverse. So it didn't matter what he did to try to save Supergirl and Batman. They would always die during that battle. And that world that he was in was going to end, right? So he came to terms with it and his solution was, okay, I got to go back, fix what I did, which is fix saving his mom. His mom had to die. That was a critical point in his universe. So it needed to happen. So, but and, um, that part I liked because you know what? At the end of the day, the heroes lost. Yeah. That world <laughs> was vanished. And that doesn't happen in a superhero movie usually. Yeah. And I like that that happened. And no matter what, uh, I believe Superman would have won, but there is no Superman and the world dies. Yeah. And it's the whole. Uh, it's destroyed. Yeah. It's the whole phrase in Into the Spider Verse that they say. You can't always save everyone, right? And this, our Barry knew that. He, he had already gone through so many things. He knew he couldn't. He finally came to terms that he can't go back and fix the past, even though he wanted to. He can't go back and save his mom. But the young Barry hadn't learned anything like that. He, he thought he could just keep turning back time, and eventually he'll find oh. a solution. What did you think of uh, some of the cameos they did? Is that what you call it, a cameo? Uh, where he was going through the Speed Force or whatever you call it, and then he was seeing the different characters. Like we saw we saw Nicolas Cage. Did you see him? Yeah, so there's like a whole backstory <laughs> of that. So there was, a, there there was a, there was a Superman movie that was being made that was going to star Nicolas Cage as Superman, and one of the big... I like I guess rumors that came out of it was he would fight a giant spider with laser eyes or something like Yeah and they I I believe they took pictures of him wearing a Superman thing at some point Yeah so so they literally Nothing came like, out of that Yeah so as a joke they're like let's put it in the movie Yeah it was a good joke I mean and they have the old old Superman the first Superman yeah. movie and they I mean, it was it was cool, cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I I don't know how I feel about them using CGI to bring back someone who, you know, who's who's no longer with us. But it, I mean, it was cool to see. But I'm curious. It was, I mean, in a way, it was giving them respect. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was anything wrong. Yeah, they I mean, used what they had. As, uh, assuming they got permission from the family and stuff to use it, hey, we're we're kind of in this weird era where now you can use CGI and AI to bring some people back that you know can't do it anymore. But it, it it's oh, I'll tell you something. DC has challenged uh, Marvel in this uh, whole multiverse thing, and I believe they won at least in this movie. Because in in Marvel, and I'm not talking about the last Spider-Man that just came out, the whole Marvel uh, multiverse, yeah, it hasn't been a thing. I don't like it. I think it's more confusing. I believe that this movie has just won in every way 
in anything that has to do with a multiverse for sure that's my okay. opinion at least i mean i don't know i wouldn't go as far and say that that dc has won this battle because i mean you know battle, D- just... dc's got yeah they're they're still figuring stuff out they still got a long way to go to figure their stuff out like i mean spoiler i mean there's a good chance Give me one good marvel movie that has a multiverse one far from home no, you no, don't think no, no, that no. was good. The, the story was good. Like, listen, I liked, I liked the the twist. I liked the, not the twist. I liked the nostalgia of it, but it was not justified. Like, they justified everything in this movie, in this movie, in the in the Flash. The Spider Man, all they did was do something stupid, and they brought back a lot of things. It wasn't really like the story wasn't that deep. Like, it's a good deep story. Okay, aside from Spider Man, because that one we could. I mean, people will go maybe 70, 80 or 80%, 20%. I don't know. What other movies have has done a good job with multiverse, with a Marvel movie? I don't know. I thought um, I thought mm-hmm. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness nope. was pretty good. I Definitely good. not I the answer. It, <laughs> dude, I, don't, I don't think it was better than The Flash, but again. I, I think they are figuring it out, yes. But I believe DC did a really good job in the multiverse with this. And speaking of all multiverses, enough with the multiverses, people. Like it's just like I'm like give me an original story. I'm I kind of miss those, you know, where like Marvel used to do. Like they give you an original stories and they fight. It's just one character and that's it. We stick with them until the end. I kind of miss that. Why 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 is this the trend now? Why do we have to do multiverses? And don't get me wrong, I liked it in the Flash. It's just you know when is enough enough? You know because now. And it makes sense that they did it in the Flash because now they have reset the whole world. You can bring back anyone. You could take out anybody. You have resetted the whole thing. Yeah, but and okay. speaking of that, do you, you think? Clooney? Do you think it was a reset? Because I'm in the boat that it wasn't. It was a this universe is dead. We're starting over. It was James Gunn saying. Yeah, we're not going to continue with this at all. Well, that is a reset. It is, a, is reset, a reset, but I don't even I mean, think they're going to... I mean, he could basically bring back whoever he wants or take away whoever he wants. You think they're going to say... bring a different Superman. You could, they, you could bring someone else. I mean... Yeah, but the cameo we, is we George... We Batman. But with George Clooney, you really think George Clooney is going to be the Batman of James Gunn? Maybe Gunn's for a universe. split second. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have you know, it. You know, I think... I think George Clooney, let's be honest here, he was the worst Batman out there, okay? His movie sucked, if you remember, okay? But two things. He had Robin with him. I believe that's the only movie that had Robin. And the second thing is this is kind of redemption. for This could be redemption. This is his second chance. It could be his second chance. You think he cannot do it better? My only, the only theory I have that mean that George Clooney is the Batman of this universe is if what James Gunn is doing with Batman is to do a Batman Beyond storyline where George Clooney oh, he's is older. He's older training a yeah. young guy to be Batman. I don't Could remember be. who plays Bat- Batman and Batman Beyond, but I don't remember the character's name. But they did make George Clooney look older. I, w- I thought he looked older than he normally Maybe he does. Maybe he's just old. Nice. But, Maybe he's just well, yeah, he, maybe he is old, but he he's older than he looks. But because of that, he looked older than he looked. 
That could be. That could be. I, I, I don't know where they're going to take this. I really don't. But all I know is that the goal of this whole... This movie was to reset everything. Yeah. I mean, For originally... I think James Gunn is a good story storyteller. And I think he, he wants to tell a story with one character on... Like, I don't think he's going to go deep in this multiverse yeah. uh, thing. Well, but that's just an opinion. Well, the original ending before James Gunn took over was supposed to be Michael Keaton coming out of the the car, not George Clooney. And then also Kara, Supergirl, and yeah. Henry Cavill's Superman showing up to show that this new universe has Superman and Supergirl in it. Huh, interesting. But this is because... all going to be interesting. I, I look forward to the future with all yeah. that. But, but I'm coming out of this movie with the most important thing that I am more tied with the uh, with the Flash, like or, or or like I I like him more. I know his story now. I feel for him. Unlike before, I did not know anything about the Flash, and uh, he was just a fast guy. Yeah, and I, now I know things. I thought they did very good at redeeming this Barry Allen too, with the fact that in the Justice League he seemed very immature, cracked jokes all the time, didn't take anything seriously. To this Barry Allen, which you still had the jokes, you still had, you know, some of that, but there was a much deeper aspect of the character that we didn't get in Justice League. So, two questions. First one, uh, Ezra Miller, does he continue as the Flash or not? I don't, I don't, I don't think they will. It's hard to say. Move forward. He did a good job acting. Yeah, they did do a We're good job. We're talking about acting. Sure. He, they, they did a good job. And this movie was not boring at all. Like It was not a boring movie. So I don't know if that success is going to take him into doing something else for them, for DC or not. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're planning. Is. It depends on how much of a production hell this was, I guess. Yeah, I It think... depends on James Gunn. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I it's just hard think to say, right? It... It's probably in DC's best interest to just recast the character. Uh, mm. Sadly, I it's just you never know. I, I from what I've read, he's on the right track, but it, this movie was in development like Armageddon for a while, and it even got worse when all this PR stuff came out. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I would. I would think DC wants to cut ties with, with them and, and move forward with someone new. It, it seemed like that was probably how it's going to go based off of the end with George Clooney, in my opinion. I think, so DC, like I said before, they have a lot of different characters that they could introduce. So we're getting a Blue Beetle movie soon. DC, I think it's going to yeah. be in that world. I don't know anything about them. I, I wish they gave us the main characters more, but it's fine. Well, I then, wish I, I I wish that Ezra Miller finishes this whole world, like continues on with this world. But I don't know. It depends on James Gunn. It really yeah. does. I, I I don't know. I can't say. Well, the other which way they're too, gonna go is the way they did their post credit scene for the mo- for the Flash was it was just a hey look it's Jason Momoa he is having an Aquaman two movie yeah. that's coming out. But it really yeah. didn't do anything to set up anything, right? No, it, it wasn't just, a, um It wasn't a setup. Yeah, uh, and there, there was a scene before that scene which they began the movie with and they ended the movie with the baby scene. What did you think of that scene? The baby. It's, um, the baby. Oh, oh yeah, they 
Oh, you're saying was that what the credits were? Was the baby? Well, it wasn't. It was the. It was the puppy. It was the dog. Oh yeah, no. The, with the babies. The baby it scene wasn't the credit. I didn't care about the credit scene. It wasn't that important. But the baby scene. <laughs> baby scene was, was pretty of, funny. It was pretty it funny. Was funny. I, I like CGI again was bad. Just like the entire first half of the movie, but the second half was pretty entertaining. CGI was eh decent. Yeah. But the baby scene was pretty cool, and I really liked yeah, the dog and, as he's flying. And I, and I also liked that they explained why he saved the baby, babies in that manner. They explain it after, like when he's explaining yes, yes, to young Barry, he's like, "Yeah, people can't handle moving at that speed." I didn't know that. Especially so that was a baby. A, a new information for me. That was new information for me. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. Like uh, when he moved them for a split second. Yeah. When the young Barry moved them, that was a pretty like I'm like, oh, we could see the effect now. That makes more sense. Yeah. The best part was when he put the baby in the microwave. In the microwave. <laughs> in order. That was a good part. It, it was to save the baby from fire, so it, there was a purpose. So overall, this is not a boring movie. No, it was not at uh, all. a solid. See, I gave Spider Man a nine. I would give this an eight and a half. Like, it's not as good as a Spider Man movie, especially with the whole multiverse. It's still good. It's still a good held up story, but not as good as the last uh, Spider Man across the the Spider Verse. Uh, definitely on par with the Spider Man uh, with the nostalgia Spider Man, but it's better than old face. I guess we're phase four right now. All, all the movies for, for phase four. Okay. Uh, to me. For, yeah, uh, I mean, for Marvel. I mean, I would give it... That's an, where I would rank it. Yeah, I would give it an eight out of ten. I wish they... Ex- you know, the part with the Dark Flash at the end was a little bit more um, expanded. It was a bit rushed. Like, they introduced the Dark Flash and then two minutes go by and he's dead. Right? It's... It, it, it's... It was a cool idea, and I thought like they developed it well, in my opinion. But they definitely, I think they should have made that reveal a little bit more epic and have some like beatster hey, hey, battle. With the multiverse, with the, with the multiverse, you never know what's who who's gonna come back. Like that's the that's the thing. Anyone could come back. Anyone could go away. Uh, you never know. This whole multiverse is not gonna end, so they could bring a character like him again or him. Who knows? Yeah, and honestly, because I'm a big Flash fan, I really wish they teased the Reverse Flash at least a little bit. Like, I feel like they should have they hmm. should have done something to pay homage to that villain and be like, he's coming. But they did it. I mean, is he coming though? I don't. I don't even well, know when the next Flash movie is gonna be. Well, I mean, I think they could have done it if they're gonna continue with the universe, but I don't think they're gonna continue with it. I mean, I think they're gonna have to. They may have to start over with the Flash. Sadly, I don't know. We'll see. I, I have no idea. It's uh, DC is one of those. Let's take it a movie at a time. I mean, they do yeah. have a map out there with all the different movies they're gonna, you know, uh, show, but. I'm I'm not sure what's gonna be next. Yeah. I know and that, like I said, DC has that Blue Beetle, which I don't know much about. It looks good. Um, it looks entertaining. We'll see. Like the, the kid who's playing Blue Beetle, he's from uh, he's from Cobra Kai on Netflix. 
he's, he's like I good. said, like I uh, said, we have a lot of original good characters out there. Why do you choose just unknown ones just to yeah. introduce us? We even have good villains out there. Like, give us some of those stories. Yeah, I'm. But that's you know, just my opinion. I really like Jason Momoa's Aquaman, but I'm hearing that Aquaman Two is a train wreck of a movie. Like, it's not getting good reviews at I, all. I don't know, but. James Gunn, I trust him uh, yeah. at least I mean, for this process. Yeah, but Aquaman two is not going to be part of like the James Gunn era, right? It's the last. See, why do you confuse me, Max? Why is this confusing? So why are they doing this? They just before he took over, uh, they already were working on these projects. Like Aquaman two was already done. Like it was already filmed. Blue Beetle was already filmed. Uh, Batgirl was already filmed, but then they chose to. To scrap and we that have a different a Batman. Cut. Remember that. Yeah, they changed. We have a different Batman. James Gunn uh, made Robert's, them do resh. Uh, yeah, James Gunn made them do reshoots for the Flash. Uh, I think they did reshoots from Aquaman too as well. But yeah, and then we got Ra- uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman from Matt Reeves' universe. But that's like a separate thing. Like James Gunn came and Matt Reeves came out and said James Gunn is not going to mess with Matt Reeves' universe, and Matt Reeves' universe is a separate thing. The only thing they're going to do is they're going to make sure they don't uh, use the same villains as much as possible. They're going to try to keep that separate so that they don't confuse people. Way to confuse me. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So We're going to get there, Max. We're going to get there. I think this is a good place to wrap it up, Robbie. I want to thank you for joining us at Two Guys, A Screen, and A Podcast. Follow us on social medias like Instagram and Facebook. And please subscribe to our Apple Podcasts and Spotify in order to stay up to date with our newest episodes. Thank you for joining us. See you again next time.